جيد ان هول كرو بيكي بلايندرز كلهم اول اوف والله basic bitches no what are you talking about group costumes are the best honestly like i appreciated the people that made an effort to match up okay match up yeah it's good to match up like you know yeah i don't think match up is the right you're showing you're showing matching you're showing foresight you're showing uh you know how many sides four nice <laughs> Turks. It's a stupid kind of Turks. day, man. It's a stupid kind of day. Turks. It's two in the morning. Yeah, it's two in the morning. It is. All right. Let's not it do is. these jokes. Hey, right. welcome to Pastor Gump. Since your boy had it, what's happening? What's popping? It is two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 106. That disclaimer of the day. <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. the homie Turks right behind me. Yeah. I got Shamsi right next to me. Hello, hello. And we are exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> we are in recovery mode. We had an amazing Halloween. Uh, Get together. Get together. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's of less than, well, what's the minimum requirement? What, what's the maximum requirement? Three numbers of people. I don't know. Less than okay. three digits. Less than 20 people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Multiply by 10. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a beautiful get together. Shout out to everyone that came out. Amazing costumes. Amazing work. Some people that put in a lot of effort and I appreciated it. True. I didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, were, you were a supposed biker man. Shamsi came in a tracksuit thinking he's Ted Lasso. I was, he was in a tracksuit. I was Ted Lasso. It wasn't even matching. It was tracksuit man. He was tracksuit man. I was. I you, had, Lanky, and Z. I had a whistle. Tracksuit man. No, I had a whistle. I color, yeah. co- I color coded the costume. Were you the, only one who had, I ha- were you the only one who had a whistle? There was someone else with a whistle, right? No idea, bro. Yes, because I've heard too many whistles and Bro, I've been chasing you. The amount of props that I saw that night, like honestly, great night, too much. Shout out to everybody that came out. Shout out to Omzi, Aziz, and the other three people that came out. Mm-hmm. Minus us, <laughs> uh, <I> say Studios. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, it was a very very small get together. The all lovers and uh, yes, the all lovers and shakers. Yeah, the- and shout out to Hussein and Raj. Shout out to the family. Congrats to the family. Yeah, yeah. Congrats, Congrats to the family. Great news. Probably best news of the night. Honestly. Exactly. Uh, two of our friends, uh, Tadanat and Shamsi, still single. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> still single. Yeah. Still go- time- nothing. Time goes on. See, I didn't say anything about Turks guys. They figured it out. But as for Shamsi, <laughs> still single. Yeah. And forever alone. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> so I thank you everybody joining us. Shout out to tens and tens of listeners and tens and tens of we viewers. We remind you once again, it is 2 a.m. Uh, we have great news. We're going to start off the bat with great news. Yeah, what is the great news? Jeed is giving us a single this month. Uh, oh, wow. Really? <laughs> a so, single. So no album. The album is coming. We're still waiting on that. The album is coming. I have, I have a guarantee okay. from Jeed that the album is done. Uh-huh. And will be released after the single. Now after he didn't say how many years after <laughs> yeah, single. See, there we go. <laughs> okay. We have but, not much to run on this current year. We would like hey, to we're, we're happy with something. He could be True. also dropping a freestyle. Ooh. Nice. Interesting. The freestyle that we need to do something with him for. Okay. And I, <laughs> and I gave him a promise. That so one. we have to do something. I mean, we have an idea. We have an idea. We have the idea. We, no, have, we have the idea. idea. Okay. So all right. So looking forward to it. I'm excited for that. I'm I'm so excited for that one. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, was, hopefully we can pull off in the that, right that way. That was gonna be fun. Yeah, that was gonna be really fucking fun. But, We're gonna be kicked uh, out. <laughs> well, everywhere. Yeah, everyone will find out later on, later on. Uh what are the exciting news that we have? Uh I don't know. We have a lot of great music. That if Jeed's album doesn't come out, uh blame Rania. You guys have to figure out who Rania is. Yeah. Apparently, she has the keys to the album now. Apparently. Apparently. Okay. Or Jeet's subtle from old boy. But anyway, so. <laughs> no, but we have a lot of great music uh, that came out recently. Uh, Rayan and B Elements dropped uh, a very, really nice EP. 
Calibee also dropped. The finest element. Adam Nabil dropped. Uh, Calibee dropped last week on fire. Adam Nabil dropped Mana last week as well. So we've been blessed with uh, a deluge of good music. Look, every time we get bored, we'll just play you a song. No, well, there's... there's, there's... <laughs> okay. No, no, stop. I'm asking Turks for this one. I'm not, I'm not going with you on this okay, one. Okay, sure. Turks. Yeah. Every time we get bored, we'll play a track. Done. All right, let's go. That's it. Play it's a track. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Here's Cali B. <laughs> Are we bored already? Look, we can leak NBL's album. Uh, no, my- what? Who? <laughs> no. What? Huh? NBL's album. So fucking looking forward yeah, to it. Very much so. Oh my God, I can't wait. I, can't, I seriously can't wait. Well, anyway, we're going to start with music. <laughs> Look, let's be honest. We have no topics. We're exhausted. We're supposed to record tomorrow or later on today, but we have other things and other commitments. So we still tried to come here and give you guys a show. And with that being said, here's Champsy. <laughs> <laughs> with the music. All right, let's, let's talk about something we were talking about off the podcast. We didn't cover the movie Dune. We should have. Yes, we didn't cover it. Um, also, you didn't watch it. <laughs> also, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? <laughs> didn't. Okay. Turks watched it. I did. Did you enjoy it, Turks? It was nice. Can't tell you, but it was nice. Okay. I okay. wanted the movie thinking like it's the whole story. Okay, what what parts did you enjoy? The credits. What part? <laughs> no, the credits, that's what I didn't like. like exactly. Yo, what? The, the rest of it, where is it? It's a huge book. I get it, yeah. And, and packing it all into one movie is not like easy to do. I get that. It, was a, it would have been impossible. Honestly. Plus, watching the movie, like they took their time with like with every single facet of it to, to, to give it the, the, the right amount of... of attention that it requires which i loved so but it was, it was for the entire movie i'm like yo they're giving everything it's time like but like, so it was a good happening? build up in your, in your it really is it really is it was immersive honestly one of the one of the yeah. things i really enjoyed the most as a fan of the book i felt like he did do it justice honestly uh it was extremely immersive it was a great experience watching in the theater like that's one of those times you really would want to watch a movie in the theater Definitely. because of the sound because of the visuals, because of like having that IMAX theater in front of you. It... My bad, I thought it was off. Uh, I was told by everyone that cinematography was amazing. Yeah. The cinematography was amazing. Like the, the, the set, set design. Just, exactly. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the colors, the color grading, the, the whole thing was very well constructed. And I appreciated the fact that they took their time because the book is so big and dense and, and has so many different things going on. You wouldn't really be able to tell the full story in one, in one movie, right? But you weren't interested in watching it. I, I wasn't interested in going to the theater. Mm. But you still want to catch it. Yeah, when it comes out, I'll catch it. I'm good. You're, you're, all of you already told me that, you, you know, you're not that happy with it. it was I'm very, not. No, I, 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 was, I, was, I was. Not about the ending. Because the, the story didn't yeah, end. Yeah. That's, and uh, you that, also told issue. me there was some, a lot of things that were left out. You, you know what this is, right? Mm. This is Game of Thrones all over again. I'm going to go watch something and I'm going to come back to you. I'm telling you, my guy, <laughs> fill in the blanks for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, there's a lot of small details that they could have added Danny, in the beginning part of the movie, in the buildup of the movie. That wouldn't, I don't think they would have made that big of a difference in the, in the grand scheme of things. But to be honest, the movie hasn't started yet. That's the thing. Like, the nice thing about it was by the time you go into the second movie, you already have the entire world built for you. You already have all the myth and the lore, you know, set up for you. So now it's go time. Now it's action time. Now everything that has been set up over the past two and a half hours for the first movie is gets to come into play basically is it wait so the the first the first movie is just build up pretty much that's it yeah there was no action so the, as as the first half of the book only build up 
in a sense, yes, it was slow. Like Should it, I expect one sequel or multiple? That is that, that's my he opinion. actually the interesting thing about the director he wanted to do a trilogy. So the, okay, orig- nice. the original author wrote six books, like his his Dune series was six books. He passed away. His son kept the story going on, but that's the original story. Okay, but most you know critics would tell you that the first two are the ones worth worth going for. We were watching an interesting video before before we started doing the podcast. I you had a couple of questions in regards. I had to one question. I got to Moldova Festival. We was like, "Yo, stop, stop." Yeah. Uh, I asked you. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I asked you how much influence since it was written like in 1965, wasn't it? 65, 66. Yeah. All right. So, how much influence did the Arab region, Iraq being specific, and it's time at that time, how much influence did it have on him writing the book? Babylon. You're asking me about Babylon. Babylon, basically, yes. When was the book written again? 1960s. Okay. So I'm not sure exactly about Babylon, but I can tell you where he started, like the idea of the book. Like the guy was living in Oregon and he was studying sand dunes and he was studying how sand dunes cost uh, desertification, like how they took over natural environments. And then like, you know, sands, the dunes became this thing that would enroach on, on the environment there. And then he started mm. studying that in the sense of what's going on in Africa and the Middle East, the Arab world. And he took the story of the context of what was going on at the times. What was going on at the times? Oil was the resource that was fought over. There were multiple like international diplomatic incidents regarding oil tankers or oil moves. And he took that concept and he just threw it to the future. So he took, what if I, and what is like the concept of the book? Spice Melange is what they used to travel through space. So oil is basically what, you know, powers the world economy. He took that and he took the culture that surrounded where most of the oil came from in the world, which is Islamic culture, Arab culture. And he injected that a lot in the book. Now, one of the things that I was telling you that he took out of the book, or they took out of the movie actually, was how Islamified his whole world was. In the book, the, the concept of jihad is something that is touched upon again and again and again, in multiple arenas of the book. Now, when they did the movie, when they did the promos, they, they removed that word completely. They said, uh, I mentioned, I think they said a crusade or crusade is coming or a struggle is coming, something like that, instead of a jihad is coming. And like the themes of the book themselves, like it's a desert planet. Uh, there's this this resource that's- Arrakis. Arrakis, okay. There's, wow, it's right there in the name. Okay. Yep. The, 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 the that's main, how I picked it up, by the way. The, the, main, the main, you know, protagonist is, is nicknamed the Mu'addib. Okay. Oh, there we go. He he goes to this, these freemen who have all of these Arabic terms. Like, you, I, I can't pick them up right now, but if when you read the book, as a, as an Arab, as a Muslim, I imagine it's a completely different experience compared from, to the West. Compared to somebody who didn't grow up to that culture, because a lot of the concept of the book, for example, the whole uh, the witches, you know, the witches, mm. the, the his mom belongs to this cult of witches, right? Or his 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 mother, yeah, belongs to the cult of witches. And these witches have have used you know genome therapy to guide you know uh, timelines and generations to 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 kind of build like the perfect superhuman in a sense. It's part of the sci-fi element of the book. But at the same time, they're dressed and veiled and covered, and their rituals, the way that it's it's a woman only cult. It's 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 they have their own thing going on. Men are not allowed in. A lot of these concepts were taken from from Arab religion, from Arab society from islamic society as well um there's a whole thing about al-mahdi that plays out throughout the book the interesting thing about the book was 
it played on imperialism, it played on philosophy, it played on religion in the sense of, okay, these outsiders are coming to this planet to extract this resource. They don't understand the, na the nature of the natives of this planet. And the reason these, these natives are, are so, you know, rigid in the way they are, like water is, is the most precious resource they have. They wear skin suits that recycle their sweat in order to not lose any water. Yeah. And the way through they go through the desert. And they, they, they took that from, from Bedouins, like oases and, and that, that culture that's very harsh because the environment is harsh. So it's, it's a lot of different elements that are mixed together. And he also the idea of standing up against the machines has a lot of, you know, Yom Qiyamah Judgment Day things anyway. Like, you know, you're going to basically go to war. Artificial intelligence. Exactly. Yeah. All those things will not matter anymore because it's judgment. And, and honestly, part of the book is that kind of happening. Like, I wouldn't want to spoil the story, but... Mm. Spoil, go ahead. No, no. I, re I really wouldn't. No, go, I really no, wouldn't, wouldn't ahead, spoil the story, but he, he... The whole... The books are out since 1965. Yeah. <laughs> but the movie, though. <laughs> Fuck the I'm movie. The whole, the whole Messiah complex that, that he built into the book, he was trying to make a point that, you know what? Yes, you could have somebody who, who does something that makes a difference in the grand scheme of things. You know, upending the system in a sense or in a way. Why? Because this, this person was able to, to incorporate himself into a culture and understand, it, and understand that culture in a way and use external resources, in this case, his superpowers, because he's a witch and shit. To, 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 okay. <laughs> he's a witch and shit. He's a witch. Yeah, like, you know, he's a mentat or whatever that is. <laughs> hey! Okay. To, to, to upend society. That but, sounds like a sugar daddy for witches. But go ahead. Okay. But at the same time, at the same time, the reason the director wanted to do three books was because the second book shows you the other side of that coin. When you do rise up to the top, when you do flip the How system, does it look like that? How does it look like then? Who are you then? Who do you become then? And that shows you how, like even the people with the best of intentions, even the people who, who really are trying <laughs> to do something good, that after effect the negativity of, of what their actions lead to, you know, the consequences of their actions. So it's, 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 it's one of the most unique books in the sense of having that Islamic identity, that Arab identity really being cooked into it. And honestly, that's, I think that's one of the reasons, like I would consider it one of my favorite sci-fi books. Definitely in the top five. Top five, not your favorite. Yeah, definitely in the top five, yeah. What's your top five? <laughs> Stop, no, Ooh, don't. No, 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 He's going to have to go scan through his head it's and he's going to... It's constantly, it's constantly shifting. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, it shifts every six months. <laughs> There's always new things coming out. Just like a sand dune, how it goes. Ooh. My guy, Ooh. I'm about this life. <laughs> Quit I'm it. about it, this it. life. Like, stop. I, stop, I, stop, stop the podcast. I, I really hope... <laughs> I just drop, throw the mic? <laughs> I really, really hope they don't sanitize the second movie as much this as This is my fear. I told you, I think this is going to be Game of Thrones all over again. Well, I, Shamsi, fill in the blanks for me. No, the Game of Thrones, was, the issue was that was, the major issue was, hey, we ran out of content. We ran out of content. That's, at the, that's at the end. That's at Yeah, the end but no, no, from, in from the, the beginning, beginning yeah. from the beginning, you kept filling in the blanks for us. With every, but that's something expected with every uh, adaptation of any sort of uh, book or comic or whatever okay. to. Watchmen, Watchmen didn't have to do that. Question. But they did. Question. Didn't have to, but they did. Yeah. If it was just the first two books, would it be satisfying enough? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. So the rest of the books. I are never just... read the rest of the books. I oh, just for read real? The first two, yeah. 
Oh, okay. So the first one, the first one is you can't, you can't <laughs> judge the wrong no, person. No, 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 I'll tell you why. If you read all six books, we would chat to uh, the MC at Bridge Entertainment. <laughs> the first two books are one arc of the story, and the rest of the books, they, there's like three different arcs to the, the grand scheme of the story. So the first two books are the first arc. Okay, so like Star Wars, basically, I can tell you just watch the original trilogy, but then you have the rest of the movies. Yeah. So it, if you want to see. so at the same time, the first book is the dense one; it's the thick one. The second one was was minuscule compared to the first one because the second one was kind of like the appendix, the epilogue. The main story. Okay. okay, you went, you came, you did this, you did that. Oh my god, I just coughed. Yeah, my bad. Did, I'm, yeah. Sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Straight guys. into I'm the sorry. mic. Thank I, you very much. I, I thought I thought I closed it. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> and, and the second book is just the aftershocks of everything that ended up happening in the first book. Okay. And I honestly hope he he's able to pull it off. Like the, the he he did a great job on the first movie. I think he can do a really good job with the rest of it. Side note, Did you uh, read any of the Ender's Game? Uh, oh, definitely. Not the main book. The rest of the book. I read the sequel, which is arguably better than the first one. Oh, is it worth? I'm just gonna ask if it's worth. Yeah, it or not. Speaker for the Dead. That's in the top ten. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a side note. Sorry side about note. that. It's just uh, my own personal. There, we had a good conversation today, BJ, about uh, when you get to a certain status, the expectations of you and your reaction and how you move, so on. When you mentioned that, you know, the first book is about getting to the top and then the second book is about what you do. It's about the consequences of you getting to the top. Like when you get to the top, all the way through the top, you are, your actions lead to change, right? They have consequences, pe- people's reactions. So that's build up when you get to the top. Okay, there's a build up of, of let's say, emotion or resentment that, that comes to that. How do you deal with that? How do you, how do you dissipate that? You can be open and actually see it and figure out a way to deal with it or you can be blinded by you know that rise all the way to the top and not really notice what's going on on you well you get to you get my point i i i, I, I agree 100 with what yeah. you're saying but the thing is don't you think it's different from person to person because we were having a great conversation when uh uh sultan shout out sultan galak and uh, noor were here mm. And Sultan said, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not going to get a joke. <laughs> and we were having a conversation. We were talking about people who get to, who were trailblazers and what they were doing at first. Mm. And then. Stagnate. They, exactly. They got to a certain point and they just paused. And it is a responsibility when you get to a top. The top of anything. It's a responsibility. Even if you're just a manager. True, true. true. It's a responsibility. And what do you do with that responsibility? Swiss something, uh, Swiss on the episode, episode 103 with Swiss Beats. Hmm. Our, our, right <laughs> our homie, Swiss Beats. Our homie, Swiss. When he was talking about uh, people think uh, success is making it. No, and, yeah. Yeah, I remember, remember that, that conversation? conversation? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, you know, actually, like, you know. That's just the start of this journey. Exactly. Like, Once is, you get there, now what do you do when you're there? What, how do you maintain that? How do you how do you keep at top? Because that's more work than getting to the top. Because the, the issue of a lot of people, and, okay, it's not the issue. I don't, is it the issue of people or the issue of society? I have no idea, to be honest. I'm not going to point a finger at anything, but you. Um, don't you think that a lot of people, they their attention is getting to the top, but they never really had a plan of what to do at the top. Yeah, because their goals are not aligned. Like some of these people, for example, 
somebody who would go to the top and figure out a way to stay at the top is somebody who wants to be there. Somebody who just gets to the top and doesn't know what to get there is just somebody who wants the hype and the tension. Yeah, but the people who, who get to the top and they, they have a plan because they already planned what comes after. Mm. But the majority of people, they look at So like when they talk about hustling culture, mm. we see a lot of creators talking about this hustling culture. And every time I'm, I, I apologize ahead of time, I don't know which ones are get angry, so I'm sorry, I guess. Um, a lot of them talk to me about trying to make it and what they're doing to make it. But no one has ever explained to me what they want to do when they make it. So, okay, you want to be the best so-and-so, Excellent. right? Yeah, whatever it is. You want to be the best popcorn maker. Okay. So what's the plan when you make it? What, do you think you're going to get there and it's done? You're, you're set? You're going to be Coca-Cola, be riding forever? Even Coca-Cola is not riding forever. They, they don't realize that when you get to the top, now you have to deal with all the competition coming below. When you get to the top, now you have to deal with, with keeping the standard that kept you at the top. You have to keep up with innovating in order to, to not be outshined or outpassed by somebody who's coming from down below you. So there's a lot of elements to, to, to keep in mind or to, to look at when you get to that actual point. So I understand and I agree completely with Swiss assessment and success is not getting to the top. It's maintaining yourself at the top. Jay-Z's an example. Like Jay-Z got to the top a long time ago and he stayed at the top for a very long time. It's very difficult to do that. If you look at the rap game over the past 30 years. Especially in our time. Yeah. Like who else was able to make maintain consistent output? Diddy. Diddy was another example. Dr. Dre. Yeah. Dr. Dre, you know. Not much music. Not much music, but yeah. every time he dropped. But it, he innovated. He innovated. He yeah. did. But Jay Bro was going down with, with a hot track every summer, uh, album drop every year, number ones below each other. Like he set a standard of how to be at the top of your game and not to be exceeded. And he retired there. He retired at the top and he let- Who retired at the top? Jay-Z, Black Album. So. I don't think, yeah, that was back then, but Jay-Z still exists, right? Yeah, but I'm saying like when he stopped- Diversified, that's, that's the number one thing that you do when you get to the top and you have money, you diversify your portfolio. Mm. Now, if you don't want to diversify your portfolio, you want to stay in exactly where you are, you need to provide a service then. And it can't be just the same thing that you're providing. You need to ask something extra. And it, could, it doesn't need to be about money. It could be just giving back. A lot of people do the giving back thing, okay? And a few of, a few of my friends that I know, or friends of friends, they, they did this thing where, you know, we're giving back to the community and, you know, do a workshop or whatever the fuck it is. Okay. And then <clears throat> they do it once and it's over. It's not. That's not really giving back. It's not really consistent. That's not really sustainable. Yeah, because people don't understand what is giving back. They think doing it once is giving back. <laughs> No. Because no. the responsibility at the top is many things. Giving back is leaving an impact. Giving back is actually making a difference. One workshop is great. It's a start. It's one way of getting people to know about whatever it is that you're doing. But if you want to, to actually give back, you need to empower those people that you're trying to, to, to teach and learn. You need to actually give them something of value and see them make use of that. Rather than build just, a new generation. Yeah, rather than just go talk at them. Collect you know, the 300 DL workshop fee. <laughs> you know. How many real. companies do you know of that actually try to build? There's, like, I think the art community does have, you know, uh, an ecosystem that's that's building it at the moment. I know Art Jamil is doing a lot of things in Jeddah. Uh, I'm not as familiar with, with any programs here at Real, Saraha. Music community is way too early. Film community is way too soon as well. Like, 
we're still most of the creative community hopefully hopefully fashion, fashion, fashion has has you know but fashion i'll get to it in a second yeah uh the the creative community most like i think all of that's gonna be put together when jacks comes alive when jacks comes alive i think that's what's gonna be the mm-hmm. give back not more of just you know just an art district it's go okay you have an art district so what so i think it's what the services are gonna be providing back to the community that's what's gonna be the value of it it's not just gonna be an art district it's gonna be a location we discussed this before mm-hmm. i don't want to go through this again but you know, we look forward to what, see what Jax is going to have an impact in the next ten years, and what's going to come after that. Mm. So that's going to be a responsibility there for creative. But it, it's more than that. You have people who want to be engineers. You have people who want to um, be coders. You you have all these coders. You have a lot. You have a lot of initiatives. Yeah, for that. this is this is top down from the government saying, "Yo, yeah. this is the direction. This is what we need to do. This is us building for the future." But we I'm talking to- about mm. businesses. Well, that's the thing. Like, you need somebody to, to to open the door and lead the way, and it usually is going to be government because you know it sets the template and the tone and the direction of where you want to go. Now, yeah, but to how when, for- when you do that, when you do that, it is up to everybody else that's already engaged or involved in in beginning this thing to actually start catching up. How long does it take? That's a good question. Like, if you're starting from scratch, I honestly don't know, but you would need a lot to to get up to a standard where you can actually start competing internationally. The question is, how long are we going to rely on the government coming in and helping us out? Like, when are we going to be a society that actually tries to build for each other rather than to wait on a handout? I think we already started started that route. No, that route. I, I think until now, the real value of all of this is going to happen once all these entities become their own and they have to basically survive on their own. That's when it's going to show. These creative houses are opening up what are you opening up for? Is it opening up for money? Is it for collaborations? Is it for exposure? Like, what are you doing? And I think that's going to be like the major question that we have. Like, we all say we want to do, we want to do. But the reason, the reason I'm grateful that the government is involved in this, like the Ministry of Culture, is because it's, it's putting the foot down. Hey, no, no, this is the direction. This is how you should be doing things. Yeah, it's, it's leading. It's leading. Exactly. It's, it's putting signposts, basically, along the road. Go there. <laughs> Move it. It's crushing direction. bubbles. It's crushing bubbles. It's saying no. It's bringing bring people together. Exactly. There's no. There's no more elitism. Even though some people do feel like they're elite, but not anymore. A lot of them now have to be down to earth and actually look and provide. You can't be at the top by yourself. You have to do something. No. You, and one of the things you do do at the top is you share the knowledge, right? Facts. That's one of the things you do. You mentor. You 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 go around. You try to support as 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 much as you can in any way that you can, given your constraints. But at the same time, it's allowing the space for others to flourish next to you and not having the ego to shut people down, showing a helping hand, being being an open person, just generally collaborating with people. That is something that I think, you know, should change with time as well. But you have people already with that mentality there and you know them, you see them sometimes. We meet them. Yeah. And that's why we're betting on them. <laughs> that's the thing. We don't like talk about a lot of people that we meet and we hang out with. Because we're betting on them. We don't want to apply the pressure. You're doing well so far, and we hope they get even further and further. But when things start clearing up, the pressure is coming. <laughs> keep asking for that G-Dow. Yeah. yeah like G-Dow alone has been like that's you know, the kind of pressure a real can, example. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of pressure we can put down. No, but at the same time, like, I think it's going to take at least a couple of years until you oh, start yeah, seeing... That's, that's know, a fact. That's until a fact. you start seeing results of these people really working out. Because we are seeing the work. You want to take a shot and say how long? 
Give me numbers. Don't give me years. Four, me 2024. Three years. Three years? Okay. Yeah. I'm on the same boat as you. Three years. I'm thinking three years we're going to see a major impact. Then at three years at this point, the system's already been set up in place. Okay. Let me, motion. let me take that back. I don't think, I'm not going to say a major impact. I don't want to put, you know. Flowering. You're going to see a flowering. No, I think <coughs> you're going to notice a change. Yeah. Like you're going to see something different in, in, in the local atmosphere. Hopefully. Um, Turks, are you enjoying the podcast? I'm good. I'm good. This yeah. is nice. I'm trying not to sleep here. <laughs> thank you for being here, Turks. Habib. 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 Yeah, Habib. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, Sammy. Indeed. Um, so, Calabi dropped a song. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Calabi. I'm playing Calabi track. It's called On Fire. It's called On Fire. It's an amazing track. Uh, Calabi, we need an album. It's an Afrobeat. So, you guys are going to enjoy this. It's a good. It's a good uh, if you are at work, Blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let your boss hear this. He might he might he might dig the vibe. He might dig the vibe. There we go, there we go. Hey. I'm gonna tell you a story about a girl that I knew <laughs> from way, way back. She held my hand once. Oh yeah? It was by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt emotions I never felt before in my life. Girl, you need On fire in the house, amazing, amazing. Turn that turn off. I love this track. Who produces? Um, I think it was entitled. I think it's entitled, even if it's not. I'm gonna give credit to entitled. Entitled, shout out, shout out to entitled. Yeah. Well, good job, <laughs> well done, son. Shout out to entitled. Hey, amazing, 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 amazing track. Uh, this came out like what 21st of October, so I'm sorry, Cali. <laughs> like, we keep, we, we keep forgetting. <laughs> We keep forgetting. So we remember it today. Shout out to Kelly for bringing the vibes last night. And also uh, looking forward to Aziz Wave dropping very soon, November 5th. Got a new track coming out. November 5th, is it? November 5th. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you telling me Aziz is competing with Hajjaj? Ooh. 
I'm not saying that. Am that I saying that's what it that? sounds like you're saying. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I, he's your cousin. I'm not saying that he, at all. He's your cousin. He's family too. Love yeah. you as he is. Yes, but I'm about to say. He's, he's all of our cousins. <laughs> yeah, he's all of our cousins. Yes. Facts. Yes. So what's the name? So are you telling me that Aziz is competing with Hajjaj. Oh, Ooh, that's crazy. I don't think it's a competition. I think it's different waves. Hajjaj is coming with a whole album. <laughs> okay. Uh, is he dropping a single first? No, yeah. it's the album. Okay. Yeah. November 5th, yes. you guys are going to get something fucking special. Mark your calendar. Yeah. Uh, right now, right album, now. Go to Spotify, calendars. go to Apple, and search Next week for. Is gonna be interesting. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fire. By the way, we're not going to play the album because I know they're going to get copyrighted the fuck out of it. So I'm telling right now, <laughs> I'm also, not. Also, we, we don't want tears on this podcast. We'd rather keep our tears in private moments. Well, yeah. not really. Yeah. Well, but, you know, we'll say, okay. I come here to be happy, Adil, not to feel sad. Oh, I'm still, I'm really sorry. You come here to be happy, I am really sorry. I, I try, you guys, you know, kind of encourage happiness around me. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. No. Adam, do you encourage your happiness? Not at all. I don't think so. Nope. I think, <laughs> not, I think you're talking not, about the that's wrong. That's not what you're here for. Nope. Nope. That's not what my mom, why my mom made me. <laughs> no, that's not what you made you. <laughs> anyway, it's, uh, I'm sure that y'all heard a couple of tracks from it. Let's Call for Coco is the name of the album. Uh, the homie Hajjaj. That album is going to be ridiculous. Yeah, that album's coming on November keep, 5th. Keep, keep an eye out for that one. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. You guys are going to enjoy this Yep, one. November 5th. Mm. Oh my God. Aziz gets smoked, son. Shh, <laughs> 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 don't tell him. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna have. I think he knows now. <laughs> I think he didn't. He didn't know what's yeah, happening. Now, now he now knows. Watch, the checks coming out November sixth. <laughs> it's like damn it, or fourth. There was a rollout setup. Oh yeah, last call for Coco and Aziz's track. Last call for Coco is an album. It's an album from Hajjaj that I. It's 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 amazing. It's, it's amazing. Crafted, amazing, 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 fucking amazing. We've had the the honor of actually being able to hear. I asked him yesterday to get on the podcast. And? and and the nicest way he told me to go fuck myself. Oh wow! <laughs> nicest way. He's a nice guy. Okay. He's a very nice guy. Okay. He nicely told you to go away. You know how he does it? Yeah. By saying, "Yo, me, I'm nothing." Right? Okay. That, that's another thing. Oh no, you are something. No, I'm nothing. <laughs> that, that, that's a, that's a go fuck yourself. That's, that's, that's humbleness, bro. <laughs> exactly. You know nothing hum- about this. Yes, that's called humbleness. <laughs> yes, that's how you go kiss my own ass. I'm like, yo, I got you, my guy. No, 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 no. Me? No, nah. I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah, I think I missed out on that conversation. All right, so we have Hajjaj November fifth. We have Jeet November sometime, 15th. Sometime in the future. I'm, I'm going to put a date. November 15th. <laughs> wow, no pressure. November 15th. You guys get a single from Jeet, whether he likes it or not. Oh, we'll, we'll start leaking shit. Are we, are we predicting the future now? <laughs> yeah, we are. What are we doing? So there's an important conversation that's been uh, had in the last couple of days, which is uh, Saudi kicked out. I mean, Saudi told the ambassador to Lebanon to... Oh, know, yeah, I saw that. In the bounce. Today. Apparently, uh, the rest of the Gulf countries are, are rising up in solidarity and support. Exactly. Uh, this is a great moment. We no longer need to put up with people's bullshit. And the saddest part of it is I see people blaming everybody in Lebanon, which is unfair. That's and not true. Exactly. Let's not, let's not do that shit. Let's not. People have no business of what's going on. This is a government. You saw what the government did to the people. So, so, uh, so this basically, do you, do you have any idea what's going on, Turks? I kind of have an idea. Okay, so remember the thing we talked about last week about the comments, George Dahi. Mm. So I think this really was, so that led to basically Saudi pulling out their ambassador, UAE doing the same, UAE stopping their citizens from going to Lebanon. Yes, asking, Sa- not stopping, asking them. Their citizens not to go to yeah, Lebanon. Yeah, I don't think they stopped, I think they asked them. I think I think there's a ban on going to Lebanon. Really? Yeah, Saudi stopped Yo, trade with we got Lebanon Google. as well. Uh, I think Bahrain and Kuwait are following in step. So basically, this was, I think, in response to the comments that happened recently. But also at the same time, I think this this points to a much bigger 
problem in terms of the relations with Lebanon. Things with Lebanon haven't really been going well. Uh, the government there is is in deadlock. Like the people are suffering, honestly, from all the bullshit that's been going on, all the corruption, all the the different you know fiefdoms that you know different political entities have built up in in Lebanon over the past 10, 20, 30 years, whatever it is. And you know, it's for us, it was it was a moment for us to say, you know what, fuck this bullshit. We're good. You guys deal with your own shit. You guys figure out your own shit. We've told you multiple times what we have a problem with and how you guys can resolve it. At the end of the day, it's up to you to resolve it, your shit and get your shit together. So I think that's kind of where it came from. Like, yes, the comments did have a role to play, but at the same time, there's been a lot of, bro, I've been reading about the, like all of the the drug busts that have been happening over the past couple of days. Yeah, that was ridiculous. It's crazy. It's that crazy. was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Like, the amount, it's insane, the amount of of like pills that they end up finding in everything. You're talking about fucking fruits, and, and coffee and shit. They stopped fruits from Lebanon a while back. So this is a while back. Yeah, this is yeah. a while back. But this is still going on, right? This is still one of the things that we have to deal with as a country on a regular basis. And it's almost becoming a daily basis at this point. So there is a bigger story in, in terms of what is going on with Lebanon. I think people will mostly focus on the surface, but you know, there's there's layers to, to the relationship and how it's going on. It's, it's really sad to see Lebanon go through this, to be honest. It's been sad. It's it's been fucking it's sad. Been sad. And, and you know what's even sadder? It's even sadder seeing some people there like throwing blame and and hate and shade on Saudi, you know, for I say you know what we're better off. Like you know what? I'm you, trying to find the name of the show that he was on. You've no idea honestly. It's it's, a, it's Al Jazeera show. It's called I think Shabab Parliament or something of that shit. But the point is like when when I hear people saying that like honestly, you're free to feel however the fuck you want, but at the same time you're denying all of the contributions that Saudi has made to Lebanon over the past 40 years. Like, come on, bro, we stopped the war. That's, we, we did, we did yeah. work. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna give honest. credit to the, to, to the country for just doing that. It was the leaders, it was the people, it was a lot of people involved in it. But Saudi has a good relationship with Lebanon for a long time because Saudis and Lebanese have a good relationship with each other. The amount of Lebanese that live in Saudi is insane. It's more than a million, I think. So easy. easy, easy. It's 1.2 million, if I'm not mistaken. So seeing the relationship get to this level, honestly, is sad. It's disappointing. But at the same time, they have bigger issues to deal with among themselves, honestly. Like the country is falling to fucking pieces. The banks are barely giving out money. Trash has been in the streets. Gas. Gas is no longer available. People are medicine isn't available. People are on strike. It's really fucking sad to see that, like next door. And and the whole thing with the blast that happened last year, these yeah. still haven't resolved. That, that was that yeah. was alone. Yeah. It tells you exactly that, who we're dealing with. That, go, that goes to show you the amount of of hollowness. Like the whole state has been eaten out by corruption, you know, and it's just like very shaky foundations right now. Well, I wish him all the best. Like. I do feel bad that it got to this, but at the same time, that government itself talking shit and then saying, then publicly asking to be friends with us, you can't have it both ways. You can't do whatever the fuck you want to do. Those days are fucking over. I'm so happy for this. Watching, look, it's been a while where Gulf states were actually very, very united. And it's good that all of that's coming back together again Mm. because we should be united. Definitely. We should not be used and abused for whatever the hell you want. Not at all. And we've been being used and abused for like 30 years. No, the thing 50 with, years. The thing with being united is like there's different agendas because we have different situations, different things. And I'm glad I agree with you. I'm glad that we're getting to a point now where we're getting on the same page. 
we realize that we have so much more in common than we do in, in, in difference. And it makes sense for us to align our, our strategic visions moving forward together. Like at the end of the day, we are brothers, we are cousins, we are family. Exactly. You know, it's not different people. No, it's it's, it's us. It's just, you know, different shades. This is, has nothing to do with Arabs. Like yeah, Gulf we're all Arabs. Yeah. <laughs> we're all Arabs. Like period. especially the Gulf. Like, but the Gulf, yeah, Gulf are families. Gulf is we just come in different flavors. We're all embedded to, with each other. Mm. You will find us all over the the whole region. So there's a different love and connection between us and everybody else. Bro, I was speaking to Sad's friend Majid yesterday. Yes. And he was he was he was kind of weirded out. He's like Shamsi, he's originally the guy is Emirati, and he's like, Shamsi, you guys are, are the Emirat. What are you guys doing here? And I took the guy out of fucking wild goose chase. Like I, <laughs> literally, I spent half an hour. I was like, you want to know the story? Let me tell you the fucking story. And it blew his mind. He's like, yo, I, I didn't know that this happened, I, even though I know the story, the history, the context of you know the whole incident. But at the same time, it just proves that you have Saudi families in Bahrain. You have you know Kuwaiti families in Saudi. You have Omani families in Qatar, like yeah. it's all across. Bahrain and Sharqi are almost one, and Hassa, Qatar is almost one. Yeah. So, Black, it's it is a good thing. It is a good thing for us to be to be on the same page in regards to to our shared security threats. That that's that. Nope, those are the key words. Yeah. Shared security threats. And at the same time, like the whole integration that's going on with the railway, uh, customs union, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. as well. But it's the progress is there. You can't see the progress. The next 10 years is going to be ridiculous. Turks, thank you for being here. Appreciate the political lesson right here. Um, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we have <laughs> Turks on the show. For being around. Today, today. Turks, how was your weekend? Fuck this. You know, let's, uh, let's do this, it Turks. Right. It was all right. How, what did you do on your weekend? You, you were there for the whole weekend. I know. Okay. But yeah. I'm asking you, my guy, how was your weekend? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> what did we do on uh, Thursday? Um, oof, that's a good question. What did we do on Thursday? Yeah. What did we, we do? We went to the one. Did we? No, wait. No, we were no. here. No, 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 no. No, that was Wednesday. That no, was we Wednesday. were here. We were here. And then we went to, we went, per, we went to Personage. Yes, we went to we Personage. We went to Personage. Yeah. Yeah. Happy right. birthday to Personage. Yeah. 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 Take a read that back. Yeah. Happy birthday to Personage. Uh, shout out to Personage. That was an amazing uh, get together. That was an amazing event. Yes. Uh, met a lot of cool people. Shout out to, uh, to our homie, Abby Ali. Abdullah the model. You have been christened Abdullah yes, the model. Yes, Abdullah the model. We shall call you Abdullah the yes, model. That model. Yes. Nothing else. Okay. Yes. You know Abdullah? Which Abdullah? The, the model. model. My name is the model. <laughs> Abdullah the model. That's going to be his name from now on. Yeah. I, I don't care what, how he feels. He's, he's the only one there. Yeah. yeah, shout out to him. Amazing. We saw him two days in a row. That was a lot. And also, a random person <laughs> who recognized us and said hello to us. Thank you for being there. Who? When we were shopping. There's some there. Yeah, shout out to everybody that, yes. that came up and said hello. We appreciate y'all. Um, you ended up picking up our own stuffs. Yes, we yes. all we all we all bought some shits. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Dima. Shout out to Dima. Great fucking work on person. Honestly, true. Yeah, for real. Yeah, amazing Respect. person. Amazing person. I look forward for all of us to work together some more, and hopefully we can all get rid of Shamsi. I mean, just you know, just a thought. Food so thought. it was a great weekend. Yeah. It uh, was a productive... oh, I forgot. Yeah, there's a Friday. I forgot. Yeah. So Turks, how was your Friday? Friday was nice. What did you do on Friday, Turks? Friday we had the Halloween twenty person get together. That was a nice. One. Like, See, I love when my boys are on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got the kinos down there. Good, 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 good. Turks came, uh, you know, all dressed up and dolled up. Uh, look, if we're gonna, okay, I know a lot of you do not know what the hell's going on, so I'm sorry for a second. But there was a costume party. It's a Halloween party you know, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So if you had to give out. Oh, I can't say that word. Uh, best peoples. Best peoples. Best costume. 
Who would you give out best costume? Best costume? I mean, you would be in the. No, no, hold on. No, 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 no. Best costume. Who played it? Who played the fucking oh, role? No, 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 no. Net. No, no, yeah, yeah. I'm yes. not gonna. Yes. Yes. I can't compete yeah. with yeah. that. Shout out Ned Lover. Yo, shout that. out all yeah. Ned. Yeah, he came as Squid Game 456 yeah. and got the briefcase and got the money. He got Yo, everything. He he put out fucking clues all, yes. all around the spot. Yeah. And, and he was like, people are gonna come up, come up to me and ask me, are you 456? Okay, can we play the game now? And then he started playing the game. He opens up the fucking suitcase and people would fucking stop and yes. watch all 19 people yeah. will stop there and watch <laughs> yeah so all the time it was it was it was and the same 19 people will be from different like you know areas will still stop mm-hmm. and watch and it was it was it was a trip do you know why they're 19 because he's 20 uh-huh mm. yes mm. exactly yes maths. maths shout out to the whole, shout out to honestly to everybody who was there was, yeah definitely was, definitely it was a good time it was a great time speaking of getting Oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's not mine. <laughs> yeah. So Turks, look, I'm I'm very angry that. <laughs> like, I'm gonna start with this. First, I shout out to Gedek for this amazing, amazing sneaker. Mm-hmm. If you guys did not check out the TG one, the old one, y'all got problems. And he came out with the triple black. And Turks, lucky enough, got first dibs on it. Lucky mm-hmm. mofo. I. For tomorrow's event, I really wish I had this. I wish this was that person so I could go pick it up. Sucks to be you, my guy. I know. But this is fucking fire. Look, I know you guys can see this very well. I know. I know. It's black. You're not supposed behind to. me. Whatever. Just, you know, go to Galak. And you'll see it over there. Man. Bro. So nice. So everything, clean, honestly. Everything, everything about this, bro. This is the most beautiful triple black that I've seen in my fucking life. Right? I would agree, honestly. Bro, everything about the suede. But you know it's dirty, right? I mean, I can see your finger right there. No, I'm cleaning it up for you right now. <laughs> See, I cleaned it up. Look at this. Uh, what's the name? The, being so the vinyl. Let, every, yo, bro, everything, everything about this. The, Different materials. My on. guy, I forgot to tell you. So I was here a few minutes ago. I just forgot to tell him. This is amazing, my guy. This is it amazing really is. fucking it work. Really is. It I remember really when is. I saw it on his feet, I was sizing him up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what's going on? I was like, yeah, I'm trying to see him. You, know, like, you might know. get robbed. You how, might get robbed. How wide your toes are. Yes, exactly. Make sure. Couldn't rob him though. Couldn't rob him. him. He's a, such a nice guy. Lips it off. Amazing yeah, guy. Yeah, yes. Man, I'm, I'm still yeah. looking at it. I'm like, dude, I can't justify Bro, wearing it. so clean. You're going to start seeing creases on them tomorrow. Look, tomorrow. Gallag uh, asked us. He's like, when he saw mine, he was like, why don't you wear it yet? And he's like, I love it when, it, you know, when people wear it and it's scuffed. Yeah, and it and gives it's a character. Which I, which I agree with him. I just have the same problem that Turks has. I, no, I don't no. have the heart to actually wear it. Once I got them, literally once I took him out of the box, I'm like, you know what? I'm not putting it back in the box. I it's can't. so beautiful. I can't. I can't. It's well, not for long. Look, you want me to tell you the trick? I'll yeah. tell you the trick. Yeah. I, if I get a shoe that I like, I buy two of them. Okay, I ain't got one's that kind spare. of money, but thank you. Yeah, I'll one's, try. one's a spare. Turks. What? Turks. Like you actually what? have a, a you got that money. You okay. actually have a, a spare shoe. Yes, okay. I got like three or four of the same white shoe. Okay, I know people who do that with Air Force Ones. Like they always go and buy like Air Force Ones every every couple of years. No, the the the, the full white Air Force Ones. Yeah, like about. he changes it every. Two yeah, years. but that one yeah, is, uh, is consistently there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I like the 1.0 creams from Ultra Boost. I like the 2.0s, the reflective uh, triple whites. I love all those. Okay. And I got a collection of them. Bro. And the thing is, the one I'm wearing right now is dirty as fuck. I'm I'm. I'm feeling bad about opening the next one, even though like I don't have like three of them left. Like you know, this is this is still usable. I love sneakers, but my sneakers is a budget. Bro, I've stopped myself from buying sneakers. Like I've tried so hard in the past couple six months to stop. Look, I buy if I'm really really intrigued. If I see something that's like a little bit different, not ah, but like you know, a little bit different. But 
It's, 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 it's I got a, like a hundred sneakers that I haven't worn yet. I understand. Yet. It's an addiction. Yeah. Like I, I didn't go through these. Like, where do you keep these boxes, bro? Bro, you see them upstairs. All of the boxes? No, no. Some there, some else. Yeah. I'm not giving you secrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in this house. It's in a vault somewhere. I'm just saying, like it's in a warehouse. It's like literally stacks. I'm imagining the stacks. Get to the after Maraya Khodimin. There's an old man wearing Pepsi. Do your brothers take your shoes? No. No? No. So you don't have that problem. Oh, okay. You I got like two that. younger brothers that keep asking me, like, yo, you got any extra sneakers there? You Bro, know, that's, you so. that's the benefit of having big feet. Nobody can take my shit. But I can tell you big feet. Literally the same yeah. size, me and you. Go right. try to find some shoes. Actually, you're 11 and a half, aren't you? I'm 46, 45, 46. Okay, I'm in US. Oh, for some, uh, so we're 12, so me and you. Yeah. I'm 12. I don't know if it's 11 and a half. So we can you're 11, right? Can yeah, shoes. Yeah. I'm not trading shoes with you for shit, my guy. <laughs> Hell no. no. I ain't giving you nothing. Like, Look at him trying. See, I'm, nice enough to never, I'm nice enough to never have asked to not be rejected. I'm a little see, dust. That's, 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 that's when you know your limits. Like, okay, this is an automatic rejection. I have a good, like, I think six Yeezys that I've never worn. And some of them are fucking like one of the first drops. I'm sure they have like two belugas. I know there's one up there. I'm yeah, sure I have another one that's somewhere. That's what I'm saying. It's so one of the first drops. Mean beluga? One, uh, can it be a potatoes? Hey, sounds like it. Jabal bit Pepsi. Jabal bit Pepsi. And the bad the baraya, you mean? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly where he was. It's the first Yeezy, I don't know, 2.0s, whatever the fuck Yeah, drop. Yeah, the Yeezy 350s. 350s? Yeah. Okay. The first ones look different. Was the zebra? Yes. Was it zebra? No, no, no. Zebra? it was the belugas first. Which one was that? The one with the uh, with the orange stripe. Oh, okay. It was the OGs. Yeah. Okay. OGs. That's when the three fifty came out. Supply. Supply. But after, enjoy the shoes, Turks. Thanks. Enjoy the shoes, Turks. Appreciate it. Who else is making great shoes in Saudi? It's a good question. I never really asked. In terms of. Look, I don't want to discuss fashion right now because we have something that we're invited to tomorrow. Yeah, so, so not, not, yeah. Not now. Yeah, no, like I want, I want to keep that so, you know, in case like... We shall find those great shoemakers. <laughs> in case oh. we trash someone we might meet. Just, no, no, that go. happened. Okay, yeah. that happened yeah. multiple times. True. And I'm True. perfectly True. fine with that. Okay, yeah, I look forward to it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they get surprised when they see this energy. Yeah. But who else is actually paying that much attention to sneakerwear? I don't know if any. I can't think of anybody. Other than Gedek, I don't, I don't know anybody else. You have yeah. a new goal, aspiring fashion designers, and give us shoes. Good for you, champs. Thank you for coming out today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a drop tomorrow, also. Uh, code name and uh, the cro- oh, it's today. Cro- crooked guru. Crooked guru. Yeah, yeah. It's today or tomorrow? The pop up was today in Jeddah. The pop up was but- yesterday in Jeddah because people don't know what time it is. Oh, true. The yeah. It is yeah. now the AM, Turks. Yes. I have a recording early on Friday. On yes. Friday, on, on Saturday was the pop up. Yes. On Sunday is the drop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which website? Uh, Crooked Guru on They're Instagram. Outside. Yeah. All right. You guys have the direction. Crooked Guru yeah, on but Instagram. Just give us a couple of minutes just to get ours exactly. First. Yeah, I know we need to get ours first. Yeah. Oh, listen, the drop is after tomorrow. Yeah. It's on Monday night, <laughs> six forty-five p.m. This is very accurate information. Exactly. Please. You know, I'm gonna drop this episode like. I'm gonna drop it really late. I know. Yeah, I'm gonna drop this 3 a.m. in the morning <laughs> on a Monday. It's like it's tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. Go find so it. So if you see this, go to Crooked Gurus. Yeah. Good <laughs> luck finding it before we do. If you guys can't find it, we will repost it. So Definitely. shout out to Crooked Guru and everybody's over there. Shout out to Codename. 
Uh, Charlotte Codename also. I love her fucking work, to be honest. Yeah. I fucking love her work. Right. Amazing work. You can yawn, my guy. You can yawn. I know it's 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. We're all exhausted. Yeah. It's literally 3 a.m. in the morning. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. If this is a slow podcast. It's a night-night time. Exactly. <laughs> it's a night-night time now. Because we are recovering from an amazing uh, 20 people get-together. Mm-hmm. Great word. Yes. Wearing costumes. Yes. 20 people. With wink, the- wink. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Okay, my guy. Okay, I can see where this is going. I can see where this is going. This is what happens when the train when the train runs out of steam. Exactly. It stops. <laughs> Once you give me that, you know, that symbion. Oh, okay, it's all it's over. Yeah, like, it's over. I don't need to like flip my eyes more now. No, right? no, you're good. You're good. You're good, my guy. Whoa. What was that? Law is a great weekend, guys. It was a crazy weekend. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that came out. Honestly. Every single one of you. Thank you for rolling up on us. And okay. Again, people who saw me on uh, Friday, all 20 of y'all. I mean, I mean, all 19 of y'all because I was 20. And you, you got some roast from me. I came as a guy who was supposed to roast. And you roasted. Yes. You yeah. roasted. Yes. Yes. I went wild. Roast yeah. you did. Yes. If I hurt your feelings, it was it was a character. It wasn't me. Mm, yeah. I just costume was an easy bake oven. <laughs> yes, I was an easy bake oven. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Oh, wow. Yo. Why are you? What were you all episode, my guy? I mean. What the hell? What uh, were you? I don't even want to explore that. <laughs> Yo, if you told me this earlier, I would have came as an easy right? bake oven. Right? I swear to God. <laughs> what are you supposed to be? Fuck your clothes. <laughs> Bro, there was a guy that was wearing a t-shirt that said Halloween costume. I'm like, you know what? Uh, job. Relax. Well, relax. No, relax. <laughs> like, this is you trying at least. Relax. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, shout out to everybody who came up. Shout out to everybody that approached us. Um, sorry if I gave you ridiculous Grief. vibes. Almost everything. Grief, grief. I didn't give nobody grief. I gave them some good, valuable lessons in life. True. And hate. And hate. <laughs> Constructive criticism. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> hate. Someone looked at me. He's like, "Yo, what do you think of my costume?" Before he said "cop," I said "trash." And you laughed. Exactly. Hanging. Don't care where it's going. Yeah, no. I, I spent twenty hours still trash. Apologies to the elf. Apologies to the elf. <laughs> Apologies to the elf. I am sorry. Yeah. Uh, you should not be getting an F for being an elf. Yeah. But, yes. You know. But, you know, shout out to everybody that came out. We appreciate everybody. We look forward to seeing y'all soon. We're going to throw another uh, Halloween bash next Halloween. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you soon. Very soon. And that'll be the next episode, I guess. <laughs> and now, we'll what, see and now what do we do with the pumpkins? Yes. By the way, I was passing by the movie theaters. They had a whole Halloween theme. There's little kids wearing like pumpkins and shit. They had what? a you walk. They had little kids yes. wearing dressed pumpkins. up as pumpkins? Yes, we just have a costume like little kids Never with their family. Okay, first off, the, the theater did not buy kids. That's I put my costumes. You got to be specific with the pumpkins on their heads. Were the pumpkins around? Yes, yes. It was a costume. I in that meeting where they went, you know what? Pumpkins. Let's find kids to buy. Okay. What's the rate on kids? And that is our cue. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. Now we need time to go to sleep. Peace. 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 Everybody's at work, by the way. Tough champs. What time is it right now? Sorry. Too late. It's too, too late. late. It's too late. Wait. Did we talk about the relationship between you and a chimpanzee? Okay, we are. Peace. Peace. I'm getting off this fucking box. <laughs>